We're in chapter 9, part 2 of Mesilad uh, Yesharim. And um, it's so motivational, this chapter of Zerizut, to get with the program, to accomplish your mission, to not waste your life. A life, a life is a terrible thing to waste, and so many people waste it on money and pleasure and fake. That's why they keep on have to become Gilgul, 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 because they didn't do their thing. So anyways, he says, Klalo Shel Davar, we're reviewing a little bit. He says, Sarich Sheyasim HaAdamet Atzmo Arai Ba'olam Hazeh V'Kavua Ba'avodah. He says, this world should not be your main mission. Because think about it, this world is futile. And you don't take anything with you from this world to the next. You don't even take your socks. And yet people 24-7 want to make their 1 million to 2 million, 2 million to 4 million. It says, whatever Hashem gives you under your normal hishtadlut, you know what hishtadlut is? I've heard it, a business Jewish... No, hishtadlut means you have to make a basic effort, a normal effort. Right. God doesn't do miracles. You can't stay home. Yeah. But once you do your basic... Um, like not more than working eight hours a day. Enjoy what you make. You shouldn't always try to be thinking 24-7 of vacation and relaxing and sleeping and suntanning, but rather how I could accomplish the most, because what once you get once you get to the next world, it's too late. Once Mashiach comes, by the way, the Gemara says at the end of the seventh year, we're in the seventh year in Israel right now. It's like Shabbat; all the farmers are not working. Just like we say, Eliyahu Navi, right after Shabbat is over, it may Mashiach may come at the end of this year, and then what you've done, you've done for eternity. You can't get any more mitzvahs. You know, that's why he's saying. Right now is the time to grab them. Grab the oppor- golden opportunity of mitzvot as much as possible. And um, he says, you have to trust in Hashem. He says, of course we see that you shouldn't put yourself in danger, even if you're very righteous. So he says, it says everything is up to Hashem. But if you walk out when it's negative 20 degrees with no socks on and you get a cold, that's your fault. That's not... It says in the Torah, you have to be very careful to watch your life. You know why? Because even if you sin, you could always repent. But if you do something, you know how like these people do scary... Ner- like bungee jumping yeah, yeah. and oh. cliff. That's yeah, crazy. Or they do Russian roulette or like they do drugs. If you die, there's no tissue on that. <laughs> That's why the Torah says, watch your health and life very preciously, very, very cautiously. He says, even for a mitzvah, you can't put yourself out on a limb in a danger zone. 
So he says, this doesn't contradict what he was saying. He's saying, yes, do not stick your head or hand in the fire because you're going to burn. Yes, you should be scared of that. But to be scared that if you get one minute less of sleep, you're going to die, and therefore you don't go pray, talk to Kenisa, you're scared that you're going to get a cold. Excuses, excuses, excuses. You're going to die, and then you're going to come empty-handed. You're going to have no Torah. You're going to be empty of Torah, empty of mitzvah, empty of musar, empty of kindness, and you know. Because he says, he says there's a foolish paranoia, a scaredness, and then there's a logical. Yes, don't drive 120 miles an hour on the highway, because you may run somebody over, you may get in an accident. Right? Statistically, anything normal people do is not considered doing something dangerous. Right? If a pr- prudent and yesh pitachun veish holelut, there's trusting and then there's foolishness. Ki ine Adon Baruch Hu asa et Adam Bar Sechel Nachonus Faranechona. If you unadulterate your mind, right, in, in a pure mind, when you learn Gemara and you have a good father and mother that. Right, if you use your brain, not somewhere else, but you think logically, you know where to be cautious and not to do dangerous stuff and do the right thing, and not to do dangerous, eat dangerous stuff or act dangerously, because that's made for a shine to die. Drugs is for a shine to die and just go to hell, right? If you say, oh, I'm going to go into a danger zone, right? Or do something that it's against the laws of nature. Normal people do not do these dangerous things and say, oh, I'll be okay. No, that's forbidden according to Allah, you know? It says that's a bigger sin actually. It's it's when God sees you're not taking care of your health and you're putting yourself in a danger zone, in a mortal danger, then Hashem says that's the biggest sin, because you're playing with your life. And God gave us our life to be so productive and precious. Not that we should act foolishly and carelessly and let it slip by, you know? By the way, you should know, um, in men under like 40, the main cause of death is that they do like act dangerously. It's like, you know, they either speed race or they do dangerous stuff. That's wrong. That's a big sin. That's against God's will. God wants you to preserve your health and your sanity and your life. So he says, he says besides the fact that the inherent risk if you don't guard yourself right like some people they think like you know you know there's something called pneumonia so if you're sick stay home rest there's no mitzvah to you right exert yourself that's not a mitzvah that's foolishness right when you're a doctor or, or, or any normal person 
הנה עוד מתחייב בנפשו בקום מעשה ובקום אשר הוא חוטא ונמצא חוטא עצמו ומביא לעונש. He says that itself is going to cause God to punish you. Because God wants you to... There's nothing more sacred than one's health and life. That's why we're allowed to desecrate Shabbat and Kippur and everything to save somebody's life. So if you put yourself life in danger, that's ridiculous and it's worse than a sin. That's why the Gemara says, Kashasa kantami isura. It's worse putting yourself in danger than even sinning. Yeah, this is a this is a perfectly desirable fear where we're cautious not to do negligent and super put ourselves in the mortal you know mortal combat mortal danger and Shalom Melech talks about this he says a foolish person that just tries, tries to do fire walking and act like a wise guy, right? And play Russian roulette with his life. That's not good. Achayira He says the foolish cautiousness. There's no end. Like the people that put 50 masks. There's like their mask comes out, make them like it longer than a Jew's nose. Right? Pinocchio's nose. They're like, you know... Whatever is in the sense of, right? Like, uh, I'm sorry, people that um, don't leave their house because they're worried of COVID, that's a bit too much. That itself is going to cause them to get depression. That shows they don't trust Hashem. Which means, the Ramchal, what he's trying to tell you is, there's a normal fear... Right? We're not saying to be fearless to walk in the 405 or 10 freeway, cross like, you know, like you should know. It's a very big sin, I think, to jaywalk. It's somewhere, it's like if you, if, 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 if you could get hit. Oh, no. That's what he's saying. That's playing with fire. Don't play with fire. Something that's going to jeopardize your life or your health and get you pneumonia or something. But then, in the 1%, 0.1% chance, you put on 50 masks and then you stay home and you don't breathe because, you know, that's foolishness already. Then you become paranoid, you know. Then you want to put, like, it's the guy, like, I'm sorry, it's okay to put a security system on your house, but you're like, you know, putting the electrical fence, <laughs> you know? He's trying, he's trying to say, yes. Normal cautiousness of your, to preserve your health is good. But when it gets to a paranoia and a hysteria, then it cripples you from doing any mitzvah or participating in any communal... We Jews need each other. Because you know what? When I see you're finishing all of Talmud Shas, when I see you're becoming Talmud Chacham, I want to become Talmud Chacham. Right? And I see you're Zerizut, I'm Zerizut, right? But if you're all like, if you're, if you're becoming a prisoner of your own house because of your hysteria, that's not kosher, he's saying. And that's laziness. That could even be rooted in laziness. You understand? Because that causes you not to co- do your mission. And it causes you not to pray and do your service of God and learn Torah. And he says, what's the golden rule to know if it's hysteria or prudent cautiousness he says if it's a, if it's a common danger over there right like if you want to take a shortcut to Kenisa but the you're gonna uh, 
at the cost of uh, walking through a pile of scorpions or snakes. No, go the extra five minutes. You know, if 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 it's uh, or let's say, God forbid, you know, if if it's like you know there were riots and it's martial law. Okay, fine, don't go to Kenya. Because martial law, they could, you could be shot by the police or the National Guard, right? If, if danger, if there's um, substantive, substantial, substantial um, danger zone over there, then you don't do it. But if now, if you want to make up because of paranoia and hysteria, different things that don't exist, because your mind is becoming a satanic, depressive, psychotic mind, that's not kosher. Right? Because, you know, it's like you, some people are afraid of their own shadow. And that that's, 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 that's just foolish, you know. Like the Mara says, it says, listen, if it's not there, don't make it up. Don't make demons that don't Exists. And he says, if it's, we could only, listen, there's no guarantee, but we can only be as good as uh, what we can see. Something that's not visceral to the naked eye, you don't need to worry about, you know. It says, He says, he says, if there's a present and imminent danger, yes, yeah, stay away from it. But if there's some mumbo jumbo that doesn't is not there, then don't be lazy and then become a prisoner in your own house and don't go learn in your shiur to your class and you know to your tefillah and to your kindness, like you know. It's a wonderful thing, you know. Some people they they deliver challah or bake goods or Shabbat meals. It's called Tomchei Shabbat because of some hysterical reason not to do that. That's wrong. He says that's the same thing that Shlomo Melech says. He says that's the hysteria and the paranoia of the lazy person. Oh, I may get eaten by a lion. A car may run me over. Right? I'll give you a perfect example, like my Rebbe said, Reb Svi. He says like. It's 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 not kosher. It's not a kosher hysteria, um, a phobia to have of uh, of uh, flying, flying an airplane. Right? Let's say there's a super first class deluxe Ali first class mitzvah you could do if you fly. Like go to birthright, go to yeshiva. Oh, I'm not gonna go because the flight may. That's wrong. That's foolishness. That's the satan. You know, because every day millions of people are flying, and nothing is. You know, I once in a decade, once every five years. You know, so it says. It says. Um, the rabbis say the Shlomo said seven things about the lazy person. How hysterical and ridiculous his phobias and excuses and paranoia and uh, it's a type of psychosis. Amrullah said, they say, like they tell, 
the uh, lazy person, listen, when you were, you're like, okay, let's say the guy left yeshiva. He's like 30 years old, 35 years old when he was in yeshiva till 25. So they tell the guy, your rabbi came to the city to visit you, to visit the city. Go talk to him, get some sage mentor advice, you know. You know what he says? They tell him, listen, your rabbi came, go learn Torah from him. Really, you should go to him, but hey, your lucky day. He came to, to town. And you know what he answers? Maybe there's a lion in the field on the way to get to my rabbi. Then they say, well, you don't even have to go through the fields, to the, through the forests and through the jungles. He's, he's, he's closer. He says, He says, maybe there's going to be a lion between the streets. They say, he's in your house even. He's in the dining room. The guy, the lazy bum is in his bedroom. He said, you know what? The, the door of my, lock of my door is what? Locked. So they say, open the door. And then finally he has nothing to answer. He says, whether it's open or close the door, I want to sleep. <laughs> Bottom line. So the golden opportunity for him to learn from his rabbi goes what? Down the drain. Down the drain. It says, this is not a logical cautiousness. It's just a stu- stupid, silly phobia. And it's not even a phobia. It's just a... Silly excuses. Psychologically, the real reason for Azul's excuses is because he wants to do what? He's lazy. He says, uh, we know through, through our prudent logic, he says, it's clearly abundant to all the observers in the community also that it's pure laziness. It's not real. These are just excuses. These are not reasons. They're not valid. He says, the bottom line is, Zerizud is emotionally, your heart yearns for the mitzvah. It's not looking for excuses. Because if you're looking for excuses, there's a million and one excuses. There's the corona, there's the flu, there's this, there's that, there's Omicron, there's Delta, there's Delta Force, there's Seal Seal Force COVID. You know? So he says, So he says, This is why Zerizud comes after Zerud. Zerud means to be cautious not to sin. Zerizud means don't lose the opportunity to do the mitzvah. Because you know what? When you do it tomorrow, tomorrow never comes. To never, never comes. He says, but it's saying, the Ramchal is trying to build this great, great spiritual tower, ladder. He says, the first rung of the ladder is Zehirut. Because if you don't have Zehirut, it's very hard to get to Zehirut. You know why? 
Because he says like this. He says, if you don't... He says, Because he says, means to realize how not to sin and why you were created and not to rebel against God and not to be careless. So if you don't... It's very hard to build Zerizud if you're, if you're careless. You understand? You see what I'm trying to say? He says, that's why you first have the first foundation of the whole building of this great palace. Your spiritual palace has to be on Zerud. Zerud means live deliberately. Live mindfully. No, just don't have anything blunt out of your mouth or any action come out, right? Live deliberately. And once you do that, then proactively you'll get to Zerud. Zerud. Ah, he says another reason, a second reason. You know what the second reason is? He says, if you're still drowning, you're addicted to all your lust and sexual and so on and so forth, different uh, lustful eating habits and pleasures of this world, how are you going to be Zerizut? You're still drowning in that. So first we have to take you out of the drowning in the physical. That's why we need what first? Zerizut! For you to, we, we, you're because some people they they're drowning in workaholic and pleasure and money lust and that, and they're not keeping Shabbat. So first we have to lift you, throw a lifeboat and lift you out of drowning in your sins. Once you're out of the swamp, now we could build you to go after mitzvot. That's the result. You understand? So it's like two sides of the coin. He's trying to say. He's saying you can't have Zerizud without Zahirut. So he says, He says, once you live mindful and deliberate, and you're careful not to sin, and you're already thoughtful, right? Because the mother of all sin is thoughtlessness, when you act negligent, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're always fearing Hashem, does before any, every thought, action, and word that comes out of your mouth, you're thinking, is this kosher? Is this according to Torah? That's Zehirut. Then you could build Zerizut on that. He said that it's going to be much easier. He says once you're not being poisoned in the in the uh, jumpsuit of sin, you've released that prison from through Zehirut. Now you could run, right? Because you're not like you don't have those handcuffs around your ankles, those braces. Handcuffs, now you could run towards what? Mitzvah. Which we so desperately need Amen. for us to um, get attached to Hashem. Amen.